Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. Hi, this is Liz Murdoch. I am here today with Shannon O'Reilly and her very beautiful black lab, Layla, who we had a chat session and a private chat session, not in our podcast one, but we had a private chat session. She heard me on Wear Wag Repeat. And you knew that, you know, Bert, who I spoke with, and you said it was so accurate, you wanted to find out what Layla had to say. So in our session with Layla, Layla made it be known that she really likes the cameras and modeling (laughs) and wanted more of that. And she let it be known that you do a great job cooking her food. And you, which does come up for those who are on the skeptic side of animal communication, Shannon said, no, I feed her the same thing every day. And Layla kept saying, no, it's different. Some days it's juicier. Some days it's different, the chunks of whatever. And you kept saying, no, it's the same. And I said, okay, well, I'm just telling you what your dog is saying. And then what happened? How did you figure out that, yes, there, it was different every day? Layla has a very sensitive stomach, so she eats the same food every day. But what we ended up figuring out is that I feed her in smaller increments throughout the day with different portions of the food. So yes. I use different enrichment toys. I call them all cons, but they're all different brands. And then I put, I do mixtures of both kibble and wet food and different proportions in those. And apparently, she likes the different proportions and they taste different to her. She does, especially with a dog I've previously spoken with. And Layla and I have a relationship. She says we have an understanding. So Layla wants it to be known that Shannon does a really good job of mixes the Kongs up different styles that have different textures. So it feels different in her mouth. And although you're using the same ingredients of food, sometimes the quantity, it can be a little different. It's the same ingredients that agrees with her tummy. Yes. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what came out of our session is that I ask every dog in every session, what would you like your person to know? Or what would you like Shannon to know? And Layla said that she wanted Shannon to teach people how to feed a dog, (laughs) right? With a sensitive tummy. Yeah. Okay. So you're nodding. Exposure. (laughs) Yes. She wanted way more. So we're doing a cooking with the dogs. This is our first cooking with the dogs episode. (laughs) And we're not doing it on video as much as Layla says she would like that. Shannon is not quite sure about that, but we'll just see what happens with how people like cooking with the dogs. Tips for a sensitive tummy. So Layla's been very patient. It's the end of the day when we're recording this. So she is ready for her Kong. So 
Shannon's going to give her the Kong and then we'll talk about how you actually make them for people interested. Off she goes. Layla says, thanks. She walked away. She didn't, her stomach was grumbling. And Shannon, I would like you to tell us a bit about how you got started making these Kongs, how you figured it out that you needed to do something for your dog. Yeah. So I adopted Layla about two years ago at this point. And when she came to me, I knew that she really liked Kongs and she was getting all different treats of every different protein and substance and good food. So someone, you got her, someone informed you that she liked Kongs. Like a good way to entertain her, some dogs, is to put something in a toy. It keeps them busy. Yes. Okay. So you knew that. So then a year into having her, she got very, very sick and ended up at the hospital. And once she was starting to get better, it started coming back again. So the vet figured out that she was allergic to most protein. So she had to go on a hypoallergenic diet and she can't have any protein. So I ended up having to switch everything. She can't have treats or anything in addition. But one of the things that I realized that I could do is if I bought both the kibble and the wet food for Layla, I could continue doing Kongs because I know that's something that she loves, that it calms her down. When I'm not home, I know that she's safe with them so I can give her a frozen Kong. And now that I'm working from home with the pandemic, it's really helpful for me to get work done that she has some of these Kongs. Okay. So you thought I'm going to start putting the food in the Kong and spreading it out. And some people, when I talk to, because it comes up in quite a few sessions, the dogs comment about their food and sometimes they're picky. And a lot of people say, oh no, that's a pain in the neck feeding my dog and it's so expensive. But you have figured out, because Layla told me this, you were very like, no, it's no big deal. It's the same every day. But Layla wants people to know how Shannon figured it out to make it so it's not a hassle to fill these Kongs. So can you explain to us how you do it so it's not a hassle, but it's actually a relief that you're doing it this way? Yeah. So I know how much food she's supposed to get a day and I keep it around the same amount. Some days she might get a little bit more. She's not getting less food. She won't ever allow that to happen, but she's not overweight or anything. So I know around the same amount. I'll give her breakfast and a slow feeder in the morning, but a very small amount for that and dinner and a slow feeder at night also a small amount. And then I can vary it with the different Kongs, the frozen treat holders that I have. But what I do is typically over the weekend, I will take all the empty ones, I'll wash them, and then I'll take the kibble and the wet food and I'll just start packing them. I pack them all at once. I put them in a couple bags in the freezer and then throughout the week when I need one or when she's when it's time for her to have one, I can just easily go and grab one and she'll be happy about that. Yes. Yeah, so we figured out that's why it tastes different because when they freeze, then they thaw when she's eating them. And that's why she was describing in our chat session about like the gravy or the juice and, and you were still perplexed. And I was like, well, if they're frozen, aren't they melting? And you're like, yeah, over the certain time. And some so, of them are better than others. So mm-hmm. they'll start melting more because there's more to go. Yes. She gets maybe three a day, maybe four, depending on the size of them. Some are for very small dogs because Mm -hmm. she really likes to have multiple of them. So they don't hold very much. If I'm home for the majority of the day, she can get probably three of those. But if I give her the cons that are for her size, she'll probably only get one of those for the day. 
So if I am back when I was working in the office, I would give her one of, like of the appropriate sized ones as I was leaving for the day. Now that I'm working from home, I have a lot more of the smaller ones that I've invested in so that she can have a small little snack here and then just keeping track of how much I'm giving her throughout the day. Okay. Now for safety wise, tell us how you figured out which ones you could leave her with because there's some people who are like, my dog would go through it and she would choke. How do you know what is safe to leave her with and you're comfortable for her own safety? Yeah. So I would never leave her with one that I haven't experienced her with before. When she came to me, she was very comfortable with a certain size Kong and her previous owners have left her with that. So I watch her with that. But every time I buy a new one, I don't leave her with it for at least a month or so, I watch her with it and see how she plays and interacts with it. And if I have any hesitancy, I won't ever give it to her alone. It will always be supervised by. Okay. And then did you have to take into consideration how long after she eats, she needs to go to the bathroom? Does that play into when you leave her alone with the Kong and the size of the Kong? Just so, so everyone knows. Yeah. It's not a huge factor with Layla because okay. she is able to hold it. She can go out in the morning, have a Kong and then be fine until I get home from work. But that is something that other dog owners should be aware of. Okay. So we have our disclaimer. Don't leave your dog <laughs> with food in a Kong unless you're sure. Perfect. So we had a private chat session. So people didn't hear that part, but Layla was very adamant about wanting you to teach this to listeners. So other people can do this for their dogs who have sensitive tummies and it can be a so-called hassle to feed. It is not a hassle in your life to feed. How long does it take you on Sunday to fill the Kongs for a week? It will typically take me between 25 and 30 minutes. And then your dog is basically fed for the week. You just pull it out of the freezer and say, here you go. And your dog is happy. Yeah. And it's a messy process. I mean, I get my hands all in it. And mm -hmm. part of the reason I do the mixture of wet food and dry food is because the food is more expensive. It's not some of the better foods that you can get at mm -hmm. the pet store as expensive as if you're on a hypoallergenic vet science diet. Right. And then wet food is more expensive than kibble. So I found that by mixing it, I'm using less wet food and saving some money. So that actually came from an economical perspective for me, but then mm -hmm. turns out she likes it and isn't bothered by it. So it saves me a little money. But then it takes me about 20 to 30 minutes to fill them. And then she's involved in the whole process because she'll be here waiting for any little bit to fall. She licks my hands in between different ones. So... Well, that's great. Uh, important to know. So I'm checking in with Layla. Is there anything else? I know I've seen, you know, there are some kibbles that are not good for dogs. You have researched this and found a kibble that is a generic term is kibble, but you have found a kibble product that is good for your highly sensitive dog that's healthy. I just want to let people know that sometimes we don't want to judge, oh, she's feeding kibble. You know, she's feeding the right food. She's been working with her vet to find what is being Layla healthy. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add for people who might need to try this or looking for a solution to feeding their dog? It's worth it. It was really scary and frustrating when we didn't know what was going on and she kept getting really sick. But even though the food is pricier, she still lives a really great life and it's a lot less expensive than taking her to the vet as often as we needed to when she was first getting sick. So. Yes. When it's you factor in reduced vet costs, I mean, sometimes we have to go to the vet, but sometimes if we take better care, just like ourselves, if we eat better and if our dogs eat better, they are healthier and there's less needs for doctor visits or treatments to fix the bad food, right? 
I'm going to check with Layla. Well, first of all, she says I'm busy. She's a very chatty dog, Layla. So it was very satisfying. And one of the things she's saying that's better than standing over a bowl, just eating your food is that she can savor it. It lasts longer. And she goes, I'm out of their hair. Like when you want to keep her busy while you're doing something, I guess you have calls sometimes and she gets it and you know, you can count on her. She says occupied. She goes, she's not always that quiet because she's slurping. That's true. I do appreciate it when people say that's true. But she says that it's actually more satisfying as a dog to have it in a Kong because it's more fun eating it. And <laughs> she says, I got to tell you, it. oh, okay. So when people like really like to savor the last bite of something or like they want to scrape the bowl or, oh gosh, she's showing me something else. Like, I guess pie. Have you ever had pie? Like you take your fork and you try and get the last piece out and it's like always the best piece. She yeah. says for a dog, it's like that. It's like there's they get this payoff of accomplishment when they get that last bit out of the Kong toy. And it she makes them for it. Yes. But she says makes it so worth it. Like she's a dog food reviewer. And she's like, it's nothing better than getting that last bit of dog food out. You've accomplished it. And boy, is it good. All right, Layla. I think we've covered it because she's starting to take me on to the photography. So Shannon was a little perplexed also in our chat session. I said, well, she really likes the photographs. I see flashing lights. And you said, I don't know. I go, well, has she modeled? You go, well, no, not really. She, well, actually, she just signed something with somebody. And Layla was disappointed that you downplayed it. But now that it's out and it's public, I've seen these pictures. Tell us about her. She's like going to say, just call it a modeling crew. Tell us about Layla and where people can find her on Instagram. Yeah, Layla has her own Instagram account. It's Layla, L-A-Y-L-A of PGH, P-G-R, yeah, PGH stands for Pittsburgh. So L-A-Y-L-A, O-F-P-G-H. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes because you're going to have to get used to this. You're going to have to say it much more quickly. And Layla of PGH, right? Layla of PGH. Layla of PGH. You can follow Layla of PGH on Instagram. She says there's going to be a lot more photo. She's actually a quite fabulous lab. She's co op. Oh gosh, she's soliciting work. So if anyone's looking for a black lab, okay, Layla, we're going to end this soon though. Layla, if anyone's looking for a beautiful black lab, she says she is not only very photogenic, she's cooperative, which you can't get with every dog. I mean, I've never met Layla in person, but she's. Is this true? She works well in front of the camera? Um, yeah, most of the time she's cooperative. She's up for the treats. Like, did someone give her a sardine oh, or fish? If there's Something. a treat there, she'll do whatever. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> she's available. She's located in Pittsburgh. She says we can talk. All right. That's great. <laughs> Layla, anything else? Okay, we're going to do a plug. We met with Tori Mystic of Wear, Wag, Repeat. And Layla says you should go check her site out too. You want to do a plug for Tori? Layla's asking for this. Oh, yeah. So our friends are Tori, Bert, and Lucy of Wear, Wag, Repeat. They have a fantastic podcast. And that's how I actually originally heard of Liz and Talking with the Dogs. Tori has some wonderful merchandise and her podcasts are really informative. I've learned a lot and just have become closer with Layla that way too. So, Okay. Here's the reason that Layla, I'm on to you. Layla was modeling a bandana for Tori. So now we're back to Layla because she wants people to go check out her picture on Instagram. Do you get it, Shannon? This is what you're dealing with. 
So yeah, Tori. Connect that. No, no, Tori. Yes, we loved Tori and all the work she's. She's actually doing a lot of good work for the dogs and for people in the pet business. But back to Layla. Layla has a different modeling job, and she's also modeled for Tori. And she says maybe I can even model for you. So (laughs) she's not shy. No, no, no. She's going to, she says, I'm about to take off. Okay. So Shannon, thank you for sharing this. I know you were reluctant to admit that there was anything different about how you fed your dog, but look, maybe other people will learn how to feed a dog with a highly sensitive stomach. It can take 25 minutes. You're done. You're going to save money with digestive health issues with your dog and you're going to have a happy dog. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Layla. Kudos for getting the word out how to take care of not just a black cloud, but any dog with tummy issues. Follow them on Instagram, Layla of PGH. I'm Liz Murdoch talking with the dogs. We look forward to next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or follow Talking with the Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs. Talking with the dogs.